Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all but feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey Kelly. Hey, Joey, welcome back. Thank you. I missed you, baby. Did you? I did. You? did. I wasn't I did. sure if the door would be locked when I tried to get back in, <laughs> changed the locks, <laughs> threw away the key. No, more likely it's like the door is wide open. I'm going, Joey, where are you? I need you. I, I totally fucked up the start of the show the first time I had to do this by myself. <laughs> I'm oh. like, no, I'm despondent and I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. so but <laughs> it's been, it, you've had wonderful guests and company over the last couple of weeks. So I have, I have. It's um, great. It's been nice to visit with uh, Charlemagne as usual. Yes. And I'm visiting with my friend Susan from ages ago. It's been lovely. So. Awesome. Yeah, so you know, we we had a good time, but you know, it was not the same without you. <laughs> well, I am back and happy to be back, and we are talking about enlightenment tonight. We are. Oh, yeah. Okay, what is it? Well, so this is the fun part, right? Because everyone says that they're searching for enlightenment, but nobody knows what the hell it is, right? And how do you know when you get there, right? How do you know when you're there? And, you know, the answer is that there's nobody who's going to tell you exactly what enlightenment is. And I'm going to do my damnedest. But since I don't consider myself to be an enlightened being, I am doing my best from my own knowledge of saying, you know, this is this is what it is. 
And um, I have only ever met one person who claimed to be an enlightened being. And I can tell you, de facto, she wasn't. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, everybody says that to me, she said. I'm like, mm, no, <laughs> no, no. Uh, so, you know, enlightenment. And, and this is the thing is that people often confuse enlightenment and being spiritual. And I'm, I'm doing air quotes right now uh, around the word spiritual, because there's this sort of, oh, I namaste regularly. And, oh, I speak in a soft voice all the time. And, oh, I eat clean and I only eat vegan. And, oh, 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 you know, it's, you know, <laughs> Nothing against vegans, because some of my friends are vegans, and some of the, and there's some really good people who are vegans. But being vegan is not the be all end all of spirituality, nor is namasteing or doing the perfect yoga pose or you know whatever the fuck else you want to say is your perfect spiritual self, right? Never, you know, the idea that you are never frustrated by anything is. You know, that's a hard thing to ask, especially right now, because the last like three fucking weeks have been a nightmare, right? <laughs> it's just like, oh my God. Now I have Pluto in my 12th house. When Pluto came out of retrograde on the 8th, my whole underworld of shadow shit showed up in my face, right? And and when you have Pluto come out of retrograde, so Pluto is the ruler of the underworld. Pluto and Hades are the same person in, in you know, Greek and Roman mythology, right? Um, don't ask me which is which, I can never remember. But Pluto, Hades, same guy, right? And they are the rulers of the underworld. So Pluto coming out of retrograde means, hey, I'm coming up out of the shadows of the underworld and dragging all your shit behind me, right? So that's Pluto coming out of retrograde. And then you have Mercury in retrograde, which is the time when you're looking at all of your past stuff and digging through it. And you're having all of the deep stuff from the past show up in the middle of your time to look at it. And some of us have had a really tough few weeks. <laughs> and so to sit there in that space and be like, okay, I haven't seen some of these emotions in 20 years, right? And to be in that space of saying, oh, you know, yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a bunch of stuff <laughs> to deal with. And, and you're looking at it and you're going, okay, so, you know, I'm going to use all of my tools that I know how to use and I'm going to process through it. And, you know, each time you learn how to manage your emotions, how to feel what you have to feel, how to be with whatever is coming up, how to recognize when you're triggered and why you're triggered and identify the foundation of that. Every time you do that, you take a step closer to enlightenment, okay? Because if you look at the word enlightenment, it means to lighten yourself, right? To remove those things that weigh you down, right? And so 
uh, Kathy and I have this this conversation. She has this beautiful idea about enlightenment and stepping into your authentic self. And she she sees it as this well that gets filled with all this garbage and crap of other people's expectations and judgments and, you know, all of the stuff that you start to believe about yourself or that you heap on top of yourself and then all the COVID mechanisms that you put in place to to try and deal with the fact that you've got all this crap in your well, right? And it just piles and piles and piles. And and your well is an artesian well, which if it's empty means it'll be a spring, right? But when you've gone through it and you've filled it up with garbage, the pressure of the garbage pushing down outweighs the pressure of the water, the spring coming up. And so you feel completely stuck and heavy and blocked. And the more you pull the garbage out of the well, the lighter it gets. And the lighter it gets, the faster that well can fill up and the faster it can start to come over the surface. I look at enlightenment as as that. It is a process of pulling the crap out of the well and letting the water come up. And in my experience, after hmm, decades of working on myself, what I can say is that there are times when the well is completely clear. When life is good and you're even keeled and life is awesome. And then there are moments when some of the crap that got stuck against the side of the well at the bottom just floats up to the surface and it blocks everything. And you're like, what? Wait, what? No, but I was, no, right? <laughs> And you're just like, ah, I'm feeling attacked. Ah, I'm feeling, I'm so angry, you know, whatever it is. Right. And then, you know, you go in and you go, oh, look, that's garbage. That's old. That's really old garbage. And wow, I haven't seen that garbage in a long time. And here, let me fish that. Ooh, it's all sticky and nasty and ugh, it's gooey. Oh, no, I got to go wash my hands after fishing that out of the well. Right. And then eventually it clears. Right. I think part of our problem as Westerners, okay, speaking, uh, I'm, you know, I'm in the U.S., I'm going to speak from a U.S. cultural perspective. I know I have lots of people around the world listening, and I just want to say hi, <laughs> because I see you guys, and I, I'm like, I'm trending in, in Hong Kong, and, and in, uh, or I should say we're trending in Hong Kong, and bunches of other places that I'm going blank on right now. Um, uh, Jamaica, oddly. Yeah, cool, right? So, but, you know, so I just want to be clear. I'm speaking from an, a U.S. perspective, which is a very funky perspective at this time in the world, right? The U.S. is really screwed up right now. So, but from a, a Western perspective, and, and from this perspective, we have always been screwed up. Let me be clear, <laughs> okay? But from a, from a Western uh, U.S. perspective, uh, you know, there's this this concept of being done, that we have to be finished, that we have to be productive, that we have to get get to the to the end point, reach the goal, right? And the goal is enlightenment. Well, you know, that doesn't really work so well. We've had the conversation in the in past episodes about being goal-oriented, being the antithesis of what it takes to find enlightenment, right? And the idea of working towards a point where you could consider yourself to be fully enlightened 
is something that once you get to a certain point in your work, it's, it's just not something you ever really think about. You know, I, I don't, I, it never occurs to me, oh, I could be enlightened. And that was just, it's not something I think about. As I'm working on my stuff, I'm, I'm just doing my, I'm living my life. I'm being present to what is. I'm experiencing what shows up. I'm being with the emotions as they come up. I'm processing through. And yes, every time I, there's an opportunity to grow, I'm taking it. I'm in the process of up-leveling my identity right now. And, and that's taking me to new places. And, you know, I'm embracing that possibility. I'm embracing that, that evolution because it's something fresh and new and interesting. Is it challenging me? Yes. Is it dragging up stuff that I didn't know was still there? Oh, yes. Especially right now, right? Is it is it putting me in positions where I am occasionally like, I got nothing? <laughs> it's like, oh, I got nothing. You know, am I finding myself occasionally shut down with my crown chakra completely closed because I've gone into the energetic fetal position? Happened yesterday. Yes. Okay. And I'm like, why is my energy buzzing? And why do I feel completely disconnected? Oh, because I am. Okay. That's because I am. Yes. Okay. You know how to fix this tree meditation done. Okay, here we go. I don't know. I feel so much better. Right. But it, it isn't a, it isn't a factor of being done. The further you get through the process, the faster the process gets. Okay. I, I'm trying to remember what was, what. It, oh, yes. Um, a friend of mine, Kelly Lunt, and I were doing some work and she did some soul retrieval work with me sort of spontaneously. We were on the phone, you know, we, we coach each other and we were on the phone and she did this child soul retrieval work with me, three pieces of, of soul shards they brought back and neither one of us were expecting to do the work we're just suddenly we're in it we're like okay and here we are and here we go right and she looked at me at the end she's like holy shit woman and I'm like what she said that is the fastest I have ever seen anyone do that and that is the most work I've ever seen anyone do at once and I went hmm yeah okay you know, and it's, it's not, I want to be clear that I'm not trying to brag right now. What I'm trying to say is that just like if you practice the piano all the time, certain parts of playing it are going to become second nature, right? I have been doing this for 25 years. And so certain parts of processing and integration and moving through my own inner landscape have become second nature because I've practiced them over and over and over and over again, right? And so it's much faster for me now than it used to be, okay? It's not that I'm a prodigy. It's that I've done the time at the piano, right? <laughs> you know, I've spent the hours and hours in front of the piano to make it second nature, right? So, you know, when I think of enlightenment, and again, not there yet, so <laughs> don't know if I ever will be, uh, not sure it's even possible in this life, although, you know, the, the, the masters have shown that it, it has been possible in the past. Um, 
So I have to believe that it could be, right? But then again, there's nothing that says that they were fully enlightened either. You know, any technology sufficiently advanced will appear to be magic. Arthur C. Clarke, right? And, you know, culturally, the world was pretty backwards at the time those people were on the planet. And so they may have been completely enlightened. They may not have been. They may just have had sufficient technology. And by technology, in this case, I mean, you know, enlightened sort of energetic skills, right? To make it appear that way. And, and that people have interpreted it that way. So it could be, it could not be, I don't know. And I'm not going to presume to tell you something that I don't know, right? Um, but the thing that I'm going to say to you is the more you pull the crap out of your well, the lighter it feels, literally. So if you guys have ever done the Boundaries for Empaths program, that's the free download on my website. And if you haven't, go get it. It's, it's in the show notes. It's on the website. You can't miss it. Download it. Do the exercise. Okay, let me be clear. Downloading it doesn't fix your problem. You have to actually do it. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to who have said, oh, yeah, I downloaded it. I'm like, okay, have you done it yet? And they're like, no. I'm like, okay, <laughs> if you're not going to do it, it's not going to help to download it. Okay, so, all right. So, downloading it and doing it will, when you do that process, it makes you feel heavier because it, it takes your energy and it coalesces it into a solid. It also allows you to separate yourself from others and to get clear about you and where you end and other people begin. And it has a lot of benefits, but it's where you recognize how heavy you actually are. Right. Because you've done this process, Joey. Right. And the first time you did it, didn't you notice how heavy it felt? Yeah. You feel like it's a weight, like a ball, boulder. <laughs> and that's because that's how you feel. Right. And you're not used to feeling that way because you're not used to being just you and you're not used to being expanded across a large space. But when you bring everything in, that's you. That's how you feel you'll feel denser, right? And heavier. And part of that's good because you should be denser because you shouldn't be diffused into the world, right? You can't be focused and purposeful when you're diffused, right? And so let's just do this exercise for a minute, okay? We're, we're just going to do an exercise right now. Wherever you are, and, and if you're driving, you can still do this, just, you know, pay attention to the road too, right? Um, but just Set an intention right now to pull your energy back from absolutely everything that you've got your energy out to. Okay? Every intention you've got out there, everything you're working on, every person you're worried about, every issue you're trying to control, you know, whatever's going on in your life right now, just pull all your energy back from it. And just take a deep breath. And just breathe that in. And just be here right now, because this is where you are in this moment. Nothing else exists right now but this, okay? The future has not happened yet. The past is gone. There is only the now. And when you can be in the now, 
and you can be with what is, whatever the emotions are, however heavy you feel, that's when you can begin to unburden yourself. That's when you can begin to release all of these things that are weighing down your well, right? And it's from this place that peace comes, right? And so if you forget that peace exists, then this is the place to come back to, right? Just let go of everything else and just come right here, right? And so from this place is the place where we can be the fullness of ourselves. This is the place from which we can express our intentions into the world, where we can wield our full power. And I, I want to say that, that this transition, these, these transits that have happened in the last few weeks, um, you know, Pluto coming out of retrograde, then Saturn coming out of retrograde, and then Jupiter and Mercury coming out of retrograde, and now the full moon, right? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> All of the above, right? And we still have three planets in retrograde, right? So happy joy, right? And so... But all of these things, all of these transits that have been happening, all of this shift that has been taking place, all of these things that we've been going through have been bringing things up to the surface for us to release. Because Pluto drags things out of the shadows. Mercury lets us look at them. Saturn disrupts existing energies, right? Saturn just came out on the 10th. And Jupiter came out on the 17th when Mercury came out. And Jupiter is all about expansion. We have pulled up our darkest, deepest stuff from the well. We have shattered our, our beliefs about it. And we are now expanding into the future, right? So we're in a time of intense possibility. And the best way to miss that train is to try and be in the future or in the past. When you're trying to catch it. Okay. You can't catch the train after it's left the station and you can't catch it before it gets here. You have to catch it when it's here. You can only be here now. Right. And so don't try to be enlightened. Don't try to be spiritual. Try to be you. Right. Shoot for being you the fullest expression of you. And the thing to pay attention to is anything that gets in the way of you being you. That's what to start offloading, right? So if it's a judgment, if you have an inspiration to do something and then you judge the crap out of yourself and say, oh, well, maybe not, right? Or if you have an inspiration to do something and someone in your circle judges you, judges the crap out of you and discourages you. Maybe not for them too, right? It's time to get rid of them, right? If you are feeling expansive and like you want to uh, go and do something and, or you feel like I, I want something and somebody offers you something to help and you shut down because you feel like you don't deserve it. Okay. That belief has to go. Right. Because somebody somebody saw your light and said, let me amplify that. And you went, oh, no, never mind. Right. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not how this works. Right. 
it's that it's going back to that Marianne Williamson quote with your playing small does not serve the world, right? It's only through allowing your light to shine that others feel like they can let their light shine too. Be where you are in the moment. Be aware of how you're feeling. The, the fastest way to identify places where you can lighten your load is to pay attention to your emotions. And I know with my listeners, that this is something you guys don't like to do. Okay. I know that because, you know, the emotions are often very negative and unpleasant that we want to just go, la, 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 la. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, in, in personal growth world, we have names for, we have acronyms for fine. It's, you know, fear everything and run or fucked up emotionally insecure and resistant or something. I can't remember what the last word was, <laughs> but, but it's there. There are many acronyms for fear for, for fine. Oh no, that was fear. That's why. Yeah. That's why I didn't get it right. It's fucked up, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. That's what the fine one was. Fuck everything and run is, is uh, fear. I got to tell you, my brain was sort of spinning a little bit. I, I, I haven't had enough food and I'm going, I'm going, maybe she was spelling in a different language. I, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's a spiritual thing. Enlightened people will get it. I don't, I don't know where she's coming yeah, from no. here, but okay. <laughs> no, no. But if you're the one who sits there and says, I'm fine, then that's when you want to really take a look in the mirror because, you know, we are never fine. Okay. I, I have to tell you, fine is not an emotion. If you're saying that you're fine, you have no idea how you feel. Okay. So emotions have words like, Angry, sad, despondent, happy, joyful. Most of the dwarves. <laughs> Bashful, happy. Despondent. <laughs> Dopey. Doc. <laughs> no, not doc. <laughs> right? There if you go in if you go into the internet, you can look up feeling words. And for many of us who grew up in spaces that our emotions didn't matter, we may need to look those words up to be able to find how we're feeling. And so having that list of words in front of you may be helpful. So I would encourage you to go ahead and Google that. And when you when your answer is I'm fine, go look at some feeling words and see what your actual answer is. Right. And just test each word until you find something that actually fits, because fine is not an emotion. And when we're fine, we are actually fronting for how we're feeling. And and so if you can get to your emotions, then you can start to find what the crap is in the well. Right. And when you can find that stuff in the well, then you can start to fish it out. Right. But so long as you are hiding your emotions, so long as you are stuffing your emotions and armoring up your heart so that you don't feel them, but instead just think about them to process them. So if you get upset and you think about why you're upset instead of being like, I'm upset. Right. Then you're processing your emotions with your brain. And we've talked about this before, but, you know, it's been a long time. So we're going to talk about it again because, you know, repetition is good. And people tell me all the time that I put too much in every episode. So <laughs> like I had to listen like four times. I'm sorry. Not sorry, but sorry. Yeah. You know, you want to be with the emotion. You want to 
dig down into it and allow it to flow through you. We hide from these emotions because we are afraid that they're going to overwhelm us. And initially they do. I I don't want to lie to you. When you first start feeling your emotions, they are going to run you the fuck over. And it's okay. Okay. Because they'll run you over for a short period of time. You know, open them up on a weekend. You'll lose a day, maybe a day and a half in the midst of all the crap. And then you'll start to even out. Once you have cleared out all the back emotions, which generally in my experience takes somewhere between three and four weeks, okay, when you have cleared out all the back emotions and do not try and figure out what those emotions are attached to because they are long gone, whatever they were from, they're long gone. But once you've done that, any emotion that comes up and through is generally, if you don't shove it away and try and deny it, it will move through you fairly quickly. And I mean like 15, 30 seconds to at most like five, 10 minutes. And then you're done with it. And you're like, oh, that was easy. Well, shit, what was I fighting for, right? And it's because we didn't know how to handle them when we were younger. And so we just got in the habit of stuffing them or, we, or they weren't available. They weren't, they weren't welcome. Right. You know, your parents looked at you and said, go away, kid, you bother me, you know, and you went, "Okay, so this must be bad. I'll shove it down. Right. And so, you know, when you start to recognize them, they get a lot easier. And that pathway allows you to start the process. Okay, we talk about a lot of things on this podcast, and I try to give you guys a lot of help from afar. I mean, there's only so much I can do for you without seeing you personally, right? But I I really do try to give you stuff that can actually make a difference in your life. And some people have written in and said that has, and I'm great. I'm glad for that. Um, But none of it will work if you don't do it, right? I can sit here and talk until I'm blue in the face. If you don't implement any of this, it's not going to change your life. Okay, listening is not going to change your life. You have to actually do something different. And so, you know, this would be my encouragement to you is to start with being where you are and not wishing or living in the future in the past. Right. Don't wish to be be somewhere else. Don't, you know, regret having been somewhere else. Just be where you are, accept that the past was what it was and the future will be whatever it will be. And you have very little control over that. Okay. I mean, the, the, the universe has its own plan, right? The best we can do is surf the wave, right? So be where you are and any changes that you want to create, create them in the now. Okay. And the best way to remember if you're trying to make a change in your life right now, there are two ways to make change. There are the out, the, this from the outside in or from the inside out. And the best way to make change is both at the same time. And so if you're trying to make a change in your life, you need to up-level your identity, believe yourself, you know, figure out who you need to be in order to get where you want to go, right? And then take steps as if you were already that person, okay? Between those two things, you will make change. Okay, it will up level you and it will challenge the crap out of you in the process. Okay, that's part of life. 
Don't run from the challenge and you will find enlightenment much faster than everyone else. Well, and it sounds like there you're saying there's a crap ton of work to do. It's sticky and smelly trash that's in the in the the jar. And the only way to get to enlightenment is don't focus on getting to enlightenment, but clear it out the trash. Right. Okay. It's easy. It's easy. It's easy. We just, man, it's, well, it's people simple. have been, it's not easy. People have been thinking about this for this long. Come on. Too just hard. listen to Kelly. That's right. Keep it simple. Don't make it hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What tools can they use, Kelly, to to do this work, you, you have stuff that they can use, right? Yeah, I do. Uh, the inner peace one-on-one program is, is really the best start for this because it gets you out of your space of, of fear and anxiety and dread and self-doubt and judgment inner and outer and all of this stuff. Right. And, and it builds you a foundation of courage and self-support. And that's really what you need to start your journey. You can't grow without those things. And yeah, so that's the best first step. Yeah, so you've got the empaths, boundaries for empaths, you've got inner peace. These are all all tools that you have available, and that's a great way for people to get started. Yeah, and for those of you who may have uh, thought about taking the program and you're not sure or whatever, just so you know, we've got a monthly payment plan that's in place, and you can do it on a monthly payment plan. It's okay. Um and I, I don't teach that course, so you don't have to panic that I'm going to be like there and judging you. No, it's Stephen teaches that course. So, um, you know, and he is very, very understanding and a lovely human. So, you know, and, and just for the record, I wouldn't judge you anyway. But <laughs> people, when they talk to me, they're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, it's you. I'm talking to you. Ah, <laughs> so, so uh, you know. You don't have to flip out. It's okay, right? Um, You know, just all I really want to say is I love you guys. I love you. I love you all. You know, just love yourselves too, right? And I know it's easier said than done. I'm just asking you to borrow my belief in you as being a lovable human. Because, you know, if you weren't a lovable human, you you wouldn't be listening to this. I really, I have to tell you the people, bad people don't come onto this podcast. I've never, I haven't talked to a single person out of all the discovery calls I've done who is a horrible person, (laughs) not one, you know, and, and they do exist in the world. I'm not, I'm not denying that, you know? So, you know, it it takes a special kind of person to want to listen to this. And so, you know, know that about yourself. You are a special kind of person. The fact that you're listening to this means that you actually care. It means you care about the world. It means you care about the impact you have on others. It means that you ultimately do care about yourself, even though you're trying really hard not to, because you've been trained not to. Okay. Please recognize that, that just because you've been trained that way doesn't mean that you deserved it. Okay. So I don't know if you've been doing them, and I don't know I if there's a Kellyism in there other than what you just said, because that was a little bit longer than a Kellyism, but that was wonderful. Yeah. It made everybody oh. feel like you love them. I do love them. I know. And they I feel do. I have a big heart. I have lots of love. Mm. Kellyism. Yeah, I just, I love you. <laughs> love is all you need, Kelly. 
That is all that we have for this week, but be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I am Joey C., here with Kelly Sparta, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Bye. Spirit Sherpa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under a Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to www.creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to kelly at kellysparta.com. To sign up for or get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to www.kellysparta.com. This episode of Spirit Sherpa has been produced by Honu Voice Productions with post-production by Christopher Wright. Into my home and my love and my life and me. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing? But you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.